Hi guys, welcome back to the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. I'm so excited. Today we have one of my Mastermind Superstar members here. She has just been crushing on TikTok. She's an incredible mental health advocate and an incredible coach. And I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today to share her blogging journey. And I want to introduce you guys to Megan. Say hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Can you go ahead and intro yourself and give the rundown a little bit about you and what you do? Oh, absolutely. So uh, my name is Megan. I am a mental wellness coach and I focus a lot specifically on validation because I feel like that's the missing piece in the mental health community. We have a lot of solutions and a lot of problems, but we don't necessarily have the people there like that are willing to just sort of hold your hand and say, it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. And that's really the vibe I want all of my content to give off. I love that. And I think it's so interesting because I think you're, I really think you hit the nail on the head, right? I think there's so many tools, right? And it's not like people don't know a morning routine or people don't know to journal. It's like, we have all these tools we're taught, but then why are some people so stuck? You know, that's something I ask myself a lot, especially you and I talk, I think about similar topics, even though we're in different niches, because I think I'm sure you talk a lot about mindset and stuff too. If women don't think they're good or you don't think you're worthy of healing or you have all those other underlying of doubts, it's kind of like, is the journaling really going to work? You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's something I try to help people with a lot with my coaching is helping them identify the reasons why they're not using the tools they know they should be using. Because that underlying reason is the real problem. It's not the not journaling. It's whatever that underlying belief is that's keeping them from doing the journaling or whatever tool. Yeah, it's like that underlying layer. And I think that's why people get so frustrated with the self-help and personal development niche in general, because there's all these self-help books and everyone's like, yeah, like I get it. Like, I know I should like meditate, but like I have all these other issues. Like, what do I do about that? <laughs> yeah, completely. Sometimes our problems feel so big and the tools feel so small. And I think the missing piece there is the validation is you have to start from a place of knowing that the way that you feel is allowed, because if that doesn't feel true, it doesn't matter how many tools you use, they're never gonna feel like enough in the face of the problem. Yeah, that's so profound. And then I've seen from a lot of students, a lot of women that I work with in the mastermind and just a lot of people in my community, I've seen a lot of mindset stuff come up for people on their blogging journey and on their business journey. Has that come up for you at all? Oh my goodness, absolutely. <laughs> yes, for sure. A lot of mindset stuff has come up. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of times the things we teach are like, I'm always like, I give you guys the pep talks a lot of times that like I need myself mm -hmm. or that I needed, you know, at a different point of my, my life. And I feel like you and I are similar in that way that we do advocacy kind of for past versions of ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly it. I say all the time that my content, I create it for a version of myself that I was five years ago or 10 years ago. And I'm trying to create the stuff that I needed then and I couldn't find. Yeah, what kind of mindset stuff has come up for you like with the blog? Oh goodness, so there's a couple things. Um, definitely some imposter syndrome, which doesn't really encapsulate how intense it feels. Like the words imposter syndrome feels really mild, but in reality, it's really debilitating. <laughs> it feels like I'm not good enough to be an expert. I'm not good enough to be anything. And so that has definitely come up for me. 
Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I think a lot of women struggle with that. I would say like almost every woman I've coached, maybe every woman I've ever coached around business and being, you know, these businesses we run online are interesting because they're so public. And I think mm-hmm. that really pulls it out of people. Cause it's like, not only do you have to charge people, but you have to do it publicly in front of all your friends and family in front of the entire internet. I know we're going to talk about this mm-hmm. in a minute, but you're like on the, you're the TikTok star in the mastermind. And you're like, you know, on TikTok in front of all these people, it's like really being able to not only decide that you're good enough to be paid and you're going to have this business, but then also like feeling worthy of going in front of literally like it feels like everyone I mean I know it's not but it felt like that to me like it felt like everyone was looking at me and it's like who am I like everyone's gonna know and I love what you said about imposter syndrome it doesn't sound that severe but it can be really crippling and I think it stops a lot of women from having businesses at all right because they're just like everyone's gonna know I'm a fraud everyone's gonna find out Exactly. Everyone's going to know I'm a fraud or everyone's going to know my business and I don't want them to. Like finding that line of privacy has been really difficult and respecting other people's privacy because you're one person and your life involves lots of people. So that has been a whole other tricky level of everything. Because like you said, my family and friends see everything that I post on the blog. So I have to be sort of aware of who I'm talking about and how. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Because you're like, I want to tell my story, but I don't want to like out everyone I care about. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I'm kind of lucky in that my family is like not very social media savvy. My, and I have a very small family. Like my actual family is like three people and they're not on the internet really. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure they all think I'm like maybe secretly selling drugs though. They don't think like blogging is like a real business (laughs) or like coaching is like a real business. They're like, you're doing what? See, and I have sort of the opposite situation. I have a huge family. My immediate family is not that big, but I have tons of cousins and aunts and uncles and they're all on the internet and they're all sort of, sometimes they read my stuff. And so it can be like really flattering and awesome. And also just a little, it becomes a bit of a minefield. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, are, do you think you're good enough? And do you think you're good enough to sell your products in front of literally everyone, you know, right. And anyone that might see you and, and like the people that you went to like, elementary school with yeah and your (laughs) uncles and like you're like oh my gosh and I think that really throws a lot of women for a loop especially because I know a lot of women that I know and that I'm friends with like to present a very specific image online and I think we all like kind of everyone to see us in like you know our beautiful vacations and happy with our partner and our like cute kiddos but a lot of the work like what you and I are doing and what a lot of women do in my community it requires you to be like kind of visible with some of your flaws and some of the stuff in life that's not so Instagram sexy, you know? (laughs) Exactly. It's that vulnerability. And like, I'm actually pretty good at being vulnerable on the internet. My problem is not being too vulnerable. Like remembering that I still have to present myself as an expert on this, which means I can't show every breakdown, meltdown, whatever, because that makes it difficult for people to trust me that I know what I'm talking about when I do. It just, I'm just a very emotional person. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's interesting. I always think about, I always think about my job as a coach to be like living in breakthrough. So I'm always trying to live in breakthrough so I can share transformation and tools with other people. But I think you're right. It has to be presented in a way that builds trust with people and not in a way where they're like, this girl is out of her mind 
<laughs> I'm talking about me, not you. Oh no, but both. <laughs> I want to talk about the TikTok thing. I've been so excited in the mastermind to watch you and hear about this like TikTok journey you've been on. So a lot of bloggers, I think, maybe just think TikTok is for dancing or they think it's for children. And I love of all the niches on there, you're like a mental health advocate on there, like crushing, mm -hmm. which isn't what people would think. I feel like that platform would be for that haven't been on it. So anyway, can you share a little bit about how did you start posting on there? So I've enjoyed TikTok as a user for a while. I just, I like it. It's short form video content, which is right up my alley. And it's usually funny or dark it's humor hilarious. and exactly so <laughs> I found it during quarantine and I got like mad at everyone because I was like why did everyone not tell me like this is the funniest <laughs> place on the internet I was like why has everyone been letting me waste my time on Instagram when TikTok exists and it's the most fun ever and it's like the culture on there is really fun and it's like there's a lot mm -hmm. of inside jokes and like just weird stuff will go viral on there it's like such a fun yeah, video community, right? It's really interesting. There's never been a platform yeah. like that, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. So I've enjoyed it as a user for a long time. And then I think I started posting videos because my husband urged me to. He was like, there's such a big mental health community on TikTok. Like, you know that you're part of it just as a user. Like, you should put your own stuff up. He's like, stop lurking. <laughs> yes, stop lurking. That's and awesome. Good job, husband. I, I love when women have... To. I love when women have supportive partners. It makes me so happy. I'm like, good job. <laughs> oh yeah. So supportive, so supportive. And so I finally posted one and it was fun. Like making it was fun, like the act of making it. And I don't think it did very well because it was my first one, but then I made another and I made a couple more and they started picking up some traction. <laughs> That's awesome. And so now you're like, you're also like, a, this is the other thing I want to talk to you about too in a minute is like, you're like the content crushing queen. <laughs> I don't know very many people that make as much stuff as you do. But so now you're doing like two or three TikToks a day. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how long does that take you? Do you have like a process for it? Or how do you even think to like, how do you even have that many ideas? <laughs> well, like, okay. So the good thing is the videos are short so you can have one idea and turn it into like five or six videos to be honest because the videos are so short or they can be not every video has to be a 60 second video you can make these little six second clips if you want uh so that's helpful <laughs> on the creation like idea side of it but yeah i definitely have a process when it comes to actually making the videos i uh, have a Trello board and one of my boards on there is TikTok ideas. So I just keep track of that. Anytime one pops into my head, I write it down so I don't forget because I will. Um, <laughs> and then when I have a moment in my house that's relatively quiet, um, which doesn't happen all the time with a one-year-old, um, I will try to make one of the TikToks. So basically it takes me anywhere from three to five minutes to record and then I caption all of my videos for like hard of hearing users and stuff so they can read what I'm saying. So that takes me another like five to 10 minutes. And then I caption it with hashtags and whatnot, which takes another two or three minutes. So it's what, maybe a 15 to 20 minute process for one video, which really is not bad at all. Right. That's so interesting. And then have you been able to leverage that into business at all or following it all? Or how has this how does this help the blogging part of your life? How does the TikTok go with the blog? 
Sure, yeah. So at the end of a lot of my videos, I will be like, hey, if you relate to this, my name is Megan. I'm a mental wellness coach. And if you go to the link in my bio, you can find out more about how to work with me. Basically, I just throw that at the end a lot of the time. And it has got me a lot of business, actually. Um, I wasn't a coach before I started TikTok. I just happened to say I was a coach because I was trying to convince myself that I wanted to do it eventually. And then that particular TikTok went viral. And all of a sudden I had, I think like 30 discovery calls overnight. Oh my and gosh. It was overwhelming. And so which it was amazing, overwhelming in the best way, but overwhelming for sure. And so I, I now have like four consistent coaching clients that have all come from TikTok and um, my views have definitely gone up on my blog um, and I've gotten quite a decent following on there. So I've actually managed to secure one brand deal already, which is really cool. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. No, that's so incredible. I love that you're getting coaching clients too. I think actually video is a great way to get clients because when people watch you on video, I feel like they feel like they know you. And mm -hmm. so I'm always telling people that want to do coaching or want to do any kind of coaching business or consulting or anything like that. I'm like, you have to be on video. Like people just have to see you. They're not going to buy and hire you to be a coach off of email and even blog posts. It's just not going to convert. I think the way video mm -hmm. does. So I think there's a lot of opportunity on TikTok, if you want to do coaching or anything to potentially get clients, that's so cool. You've been able to leverage that and the organic reach on there is pretty big, right? Cause did you start with you have other following or did you grow it all on that platform? Oh no, I grew it all on that platform. My largest following is definitely on TikTok by a lot. <laughs> that's so awesome. And do you have tips like for, so if anybody is listening to this and they're like, I kind of want to do it, but I don't know how to do it. And I don't know what the TikTok is. Like, do you have any tips for people that want to maybe try to start some kind of TikTok situation for their blog? Oh, absolutely. So I think my first tip is if you want to use it first, start as a user, actually use the app and get a feel for it and what types of videos succeed and what you enjoy, what kind of uh, content you actually like, and then create stuff like that. It doesn't make you a copycat. It just means, you know, it, you're a creator. This is how creators function. <laughs> I feel like too, especially on that platform, like ideas kind of get spread around and go viral. So it's like one idea will happen and then everybody does their version of it, right? So mm -hmm. it's like, you'll see a lot of people doing similar things on there. Um, but I think that's great advice. So I think if you haven't been on it, I don't think you can understand what it is without using it. I think it would be really hard to make content that does well on there if you've never been on it. And like I said, there's a lot of like culture on there too. That's really cool. And I just think you need to go on there and get a feel for it. Just like Megan said, and I would just scroll it and then write down, like give yourself a assignment. So go scroll TikTok and, and write down 10 video ideas. That's what I would say to do. And then what, what else, what else should they do? <laughs> um, so I would recommend when you're making your videos, either you have two real choices. You can either speak really fast and really direct, or you can speak sort of slow and sort of create that aesthetic vibe where you're like, today we're going to talk, you know, that sort of vibe, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I follow this one TikTok with the girl that does all of the like peaceful moments or something. Yes, what is yeah. that TikTok called? Is it called? Moments mm. of pockets of peace. Pockets of peace. Called? I think and so. It sounds right. She's like the ultimate at that, where she's like, 
I woke up today and I drank a chai latte and it's all like very beautifully like curated and it is I don't know it is like so meditative and satisfying to me to watch that TikTok. exactly <laughs> so your content really needs to fit into one of those two categories because this sort of way of talking this conversational tone just doesn't seem to do as well on there yeah okay so talk really fast or talk really slow <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> And then do you do hashtags on there or what do you do? Do you have a strategy for like description or you just put it up and like see how it does? For my non-hashtag part of the description, I just keep it short, something simple that sums up the video. And then for the hashtags, I usually include, TikTok usually has suggested hashtags. They have little like thumbs up next to them. I usually use one or two of those, even if it has nothing to do with the video. I know on Instagram, that's kind of cringy to like try to trick the algorithm that way. But on TikTok, it's pretty widely accepted. Like it's okay. Um, Cause that'll, that means your video will get on the for you page, which is sort of like Instagram's explore page. And then I use a couple of hashtags that are related to the video as well. I sort of do a mix. That's awesome. I'm getting really excited about TikTok now talking about this. I feel like I want to go make a TikTok. I tried to do TikTok in quarantine. I've had a weird year, but there was this part in quarantine where my mental health was like really, really struggling, probably like last summer. And I started doing, I called it, I called it depression triathlon. And I was like, <laughs> I was like running and biking and swimming every day. And I was like documenting it on TikTok, but I think I only made it like three days of documenting it. Mm -hmm. And then at one point I, I hurt my leg and I was on crutches. So then it became like depression, lay on the couch oh, <laughs> instead of depression, yeah. triathlon, which is not <laughs> very helpful. So what has been the craziest thing? Has anything crazy happened to you on TikTok? Do you have any trolls or haters or you've had any viral videos or any crazy TikTok moments going on in there? I think the craziest thing is that I haven't had any haters. I had one somewhat negative comment and of course it destroyed me because I'm very sensitive, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coping. You're like, I'm sure this one person is right. Not these like thousands of nice comments. I know. I know. <laughs> Your brain is like, I knew it. You see, <laughs> everybody knows this. <laughs> exactly. But no, there have been so many really, really nice comments. So I'm focusing on those, but I did have one video go like really viral. I think 1.8 million people have seen it at this point, which is crazy. Are you serious? Yeah. You told me you went viral. I didn't know like that. 1.8 yeah. million people. <laughs> Holy cow. Did you have a promo at the end of the video for your business? That is the one that that's the very first one where I mentioned I was a wellness coach and I was just trying to convince myself of it. So I had nothing in place and it started to go viral and I could tell it was picking up some traction. So I was like, well, I'll make a coaching page just in case someone actually wants to work with me. You know, like they won't, but they might. And then they did. <laughs> that's so awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank God you put that promo in the video. This is a good lesson. Make sure you guys do your promo at the, in your video in case it goes viral, right? Because that probably it still would have been great i think to go viral it would have been great for your account but it would have been harder to convert those people i think into customers whereas like you had that plug at the end just being like hey want coaching like question exactly <laughs> <laughs> you can pay me you can work with me we can be clients and best friends <laughs> yes exactly i'm gonna make some TikToks. maybe i'll try to do a challenge i've seen some other girls in the mastermind doing like challenges on TikTok. do you think that would be a good way to get started I saw someone doing like a, she did like a 30 day, I think decluttering challenge or something where she was doing like a different TikTok about decluttering or something. 
I think so. I've definitely followed accounts before just because I saw like day five of get my shit together challenge. <laughs> and like, I'm like, yeah. oh, I want to follow this. Like, I, I also want to get my doing. shit together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like, well, I don't know because I haven't posted on there, but I would think it's just like any other platform where it's like you just have to practice doing it. Like I remember, oh, yeah. I'm not very good at editing videos, so I remember making it being like, these are not very good. <laughs> but I was like, eventually, I'll, if I kept doing it, it would get better. So maybe I'll go. Maybe this is a sign for me to get back on TikTok. I'm kind of getting excited talking to you. I can't believe you got one point. What did you say? One I point, think it's. I think it's at 1.8 million people at this point. 1.8 million, million views. views on a, on a that's wild right and this is why i'm always like going on because i think there's not that many platforms right now on social that are giving people organic reach and mm -hmm. i feel like every year it gets harder like it gets harder to rank in google god knows what pinterest is doing these days right like on, yeah. it, pinterest is like kind of working for some people and kind of giving a lot of people a lot of grief it seems like it seems like every year Pinterest goes through some kind of like toddler like growing pain like they just <laughs> cannot stick to like doing one thing they're like we're gonna do hashtags we're gonna do video they have stories on there now I saw yeah. like it's just like Pinterest like just be Pinterest and like do your one thing like really well but I feel like they're always like no we want to be like <laughs> the cool hip like video platform but to have an opportunity like that to have your business seen by millions of people for free mm -hmm. is almost unheard of like right now, I feel like with social media. Yeah, and I had no following on there before the video went viral and now I'm up to 58,000 followers. Yeah, see any, and any following I have on Instagram or Facebook, even the Facebook group, like I've built that myself. So people follow me on whatever and then get on the email list and then we email them and tell them like, Hey, go follow me on Instagram. So it's not like Instagram ever like promoted my stuff, like to my yeah. knowledge, right. Or Facebook has ever promoted my Facebook group. So I think to have a social media platform that gives you that kind of organic reach is like, I mean, it's just bananas, I think as like a business owner. And I think a lot of bloggers are sleeping on it, honestly. I, and I think, um, I think if you're just getting started and you're wanting to grow fast. I think TikTok and and Instagram Reels too. I've seen some people like go viral mm -hmm. on there a little bit, but not like the virality on TikTok though is like it can blow up really its fast. own machine almost, right? It like just like can really really get big and get a ton of momentum. So, for anyone listening that's feeling like my stuff is good and I want to be seen, or you're just like, I'm tired of my stuff growing small, right? Like I go through this with my blogs and business sometimes where I'm like, I'm tired of growing slow. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. I want to go fast. <laughs> and if you're feeling like I want, like, I want subscribers like now, or I want like clients now, like I think TikTok could be a really good place to get some momentum going in your business um, and really build a following for yourself. What an awesome, that's so cool. I like can't get over that. I thought you got like a thousand views or something. And I thought that was awesome. I had no idea you got like friggin' almost 2 million views. On your I video. know, I know. <laughs> it's been really crazy and really, really fun. And like, not all of my videos do that well. Actually, that is the only video that has done that well. But uh, I'm like averaging probably about 500 views per video now. And a lot of them will hit like four or 5,000. And then every now and again, I get one that goes like semi-viral and it hits like that's incredible. 80,000, which is really cool. Yeah. That's incredible. But I think the cool thing about that though, is it just shows that they, 
that you do have the ability to go like mega viral on there, even with a small account, right? So it's like, most platforms are not going to put your stuff in front of a million people unless you have a million followers or you have hundreds of thousands of people already following you. So to have yeah, a... on TikTok, you just need catchy ideas that other people enjoy. That's really it. And I think a lot enjoy. of people have those. You just, you don't think <laughs> that you do because you don't have the following. You think the following is going to make you feel confident, but um, as someone who now has a following, it doesn't. Um, still <laughs> yeah. very terrified. Uh, every time I make a new video, I'm like, are people going to like this? They probably won't like this. They might like this. They liked that one thing. Like, you know, so the following doesn't give you confidence. You just have to, I hate fake it till you make it. So I'm not going to say it. Um, you have to grab onto those moments where you're like, you know what, this is a good idea. And even if other people don't see it, I know it's a good idea. And then you just do it. That's great advice. I think, I think there's so many people that want to be doing exactly what you're doing and are afraid or feel like I, they're like, oh, well, Megan can do it. This is what everybody does. They're like, well, Megan can do it, but like, I couldn't do it. And like, well, her niche or like she blah, 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 that I could never. And it's like, you know, we're all the same. We're all just human beings. Like no one has anything that no one else has. Right. It's like, we're all doing our human things and our human bodies. We all have the ability to do whatever we want to do, but it's just like, can you, drown out the troll thoughts like long enough to be able to make your move <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and when i can't drown out the troll thoughts i make a TikTok about that i make a TikTok about the troll thoughts I'm like, like more content for me exactly <laughs> jokes on Sorry, your brain, brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i love that so much so any other hot tips we should know we're getting on the TikTok. post the videos do some little hashtagging on there probably look around in your niche, huh? And see like what people are doing. Tons of opportunity for crafters. What niches do you see like going on there? Like oh, doing goodness. really well. There, every niche in the world is on TikTok. Um, cleaning, cleaning is a really big one. If you do cleaning or decluttering, you're going to rock it on TikTok. Yeah, you're um, right. That is a big one. Because it's so satisfying to watch other people clean stuff. And it gives you a little boost of like serotonin and uh, motivation and makes yeah. you want to clean. I follow this woman on there that owns like a house cleaning business and her whole TikTok is like tips about how to clean your house really yes. well. And it is so satisfying. It's like the best. <laughs> yes. It makes you feel like you've cleaned your house, even though you haven't in like a month. <laughs> I also follow like cute animal TikTok. <laughs> oh, yeah. I follow really like send them. I, I go down these like rabbit holes on TikTok, but I've definitely spent a lot of time on like what I would describe as sentimental dog TikTok, sentimental rescue dog TikTok. <laughs> where it'll be like, it'll be like the dog, like all skinny and afraid with like some emotional music and then it getting like healthier and happier as like time goes on. Oh my heart. I haven't been on that side of TikTok. I'm definitely on mental health TikTok. I am on social justice TikTok. I am on aggressive affirmations TikTok. That is my jam. I'm trying to get into aggressive affirmations. TikTok. I love that. Uh, Wait, so tell me what that is. Is that just like people yelling at you? What is that sort mean? of. Yeah, there's this is one that account. I need to be? What is called. this it's my like part of angry, TikTok? Angry face or something. And he literally just affirms you in a really angry voice with this really angry face the whole time. And it's amazing. And so I've tried making a couple on my own. So like I made one today that was aggressive affirmations, traumatized edition. So it was like, you know, stop doing the work of your traumatizers for them. Stop gaslighting yourself. Stop Ooh. invalidating yourself. You do not deserve it. And so like, it's that aggressive tone, but really like motivating language and <laughs> the combination seems to work. 
Yeah, man, I just got goosebumps when you were talking. That's really, really <laughs> powerful. Well, I think it's powerful for people to hear that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what an incredible gift you're giving people um, making that type of content. Because I think sometimes it is just nice to have someone say something nice to you, you know, and so, even if they're being aggressive, <laughs> just like <laughs> a firm aggressive affirmation TikTok. I've never heard that. That's so awesome. I think the aggression makes it feel more true. Like sometimes when people are really soft and those can, that can be really nice too, especially if you're feeling triggered, it's much better to have like a nice soft tone. But if you're in a good mood, but you still have these underlying beliefs uh, that like, you are bad. It can be, it can break through all of that disbelief if someone is aggressive about it. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. I love, I love hearing all of the creative things people are doing. I'm just so fascinated by social media because I love the idea of leveraging social media for good. And I think there's a lot of that going on on TikTok. Like what you were saying too, like the social justice TikTok of people just like educating people about racism. And then there's like mental health TikTok of people telling what they're doing with depression and like sharing their journey. And like, there's so much um, just being spread on that platform for education and for good. And that's so fascinating to me. I just love the idea of using social media for good, especially because our culture has demonized it so much where everyone's like, Instagram is the worst and cell phones have like disconnected all of us, like (laughs) all this stuff. And I'm like, all I see when I look at it is just an opportunity for other humans to connect with other humans. And I'm like, that's amazing to me. I just think it's the best, right? I think it's so cool. So I love that you're out there doing that work and you're obviously impacting people or they wouldn't be following you and interacting with your content. You're yeah, millions like of fans. So. TikTok famous. I didn't know you were TikTok famous, Megan. I oh, know. I am not TikTok famous. I, I will be. I'm going to get I think there, you are. But... <laughs> I think you are. You are to me. I'm like going to get your autograph after this. <laughs> I'm going to be like, everybody, she's in my mastermind. She's TikTok famous. (laughs) (laughs) So before we forget, tell people about your coaching. So do you have spots if people are listening to this and they're like, I need Megan to hype me up. I need maybe people that are scared. I know there's people, I know I'll call you guys out. I know there's people that listen to the podcast that want to start a business that haven't, that are too scared. Would you do coaching with people like that? Or do you have a specific niche or what's your, tell us about your coaching container you have and who you're calling in right now. Sure. So I have two offers coaching wise. I have one, which is just one-on-one coaching. You and me, we talk about basically whatever your mental wellness goals are. So if that involves like starting a business, that is completely fine. I have one client who she's trying to get a book written and she just can't do it because she's having all of these mindset issues. And so we're working through that. But I have other clients who you know, their biggest goal is I just don't want to go immediately go to bed when I'm done with work at the end of the day. I want to enjoy my life a little more. And so we're working on that. I have clients who run the gamut. Um, So my one-on-one coaching is available. And I also in March will be offering a group coaching program that's specifically focused on internalized shame. Uh, That's the video that went viral was signs that you have internalized shame. And a lot of people were like, I had no idea what this was. I didn't know this had a name. What am I supposed to do about this? And so the coaching program is 10 weeks long and we start by investigating what is toxic shame? Where does this come from? Uh, and then we move into healing. Like, how am, I, how am I supposed to cope with this in my daily life? And what can I do to make this better? That's so awesome. I, I think you're an incredible advocate and an incredible coach. And I'm so excited. I feel like, I feel like you're going to have a massive 
like massive, massive online coaching business in the next few years. So I'm really, really excited. I'm really excited for you. I think you're just like doing such a great job and I just love everything you do like resonates with me in such a, a deep way. Cause that's where I started too, is doing mental health advocacy. And I got kind of burnt out, like doing it, to be honest with you. I just kind of mm-hmm. felt like um, that's when I pivoted into the business space, which is interesting. Cause on the breakthroughs podcast, I still talk about the same mindset. Stuff. <laughs> I just don't go into like depression and stuff as much. Um, But I think for me, because I was talking about depression and managing clinical depression, it, it became a lot. It was just like, Mm -hmm. is my mental illness now my entire life? (laughs) It's like, it's like what I'm coping with in the morning and what I'm talking about on the internet and what I'm coaching people on and what I'm making programs about. And it just became, um, for me, like unaligned, but I, I so have a passion for that work. Right. And I have a heart for that work. Like, and so I just deeply appreciate and I'm excited when I see mental health advocates and people doing that work because I think it's so important and there's such a need for it right now. It's so interesting that you bring that up because I literally had a bit of a mental breakdown about that last night on TikTok live. (laughs) (laughs) I was live and we were talking about trauma becoming your identity and I was like oh crap my entire business is built around helping people with their trauma have I turned this into the only thing important about me? Is my whole business a lie or, or is it misaligned? And so I had a whole little mini breakdown last night and I I managed to get myself out of it, which was really nice. I forced myself to move my body. I had a dance party and cried and it felt very good. And I sort of came back around to realize that yes, this is I'm focusing on trauma and that can feel like it's your only meaning, but it's not like I look around at my life and I know that it's not, I'm in this blogging program with you guys and the mastermind and I I have Dungeons and Dragons tonight and I've got my son and my husband. So I had to remind myself, but it was all good. (laughs) I think it's a good thing to remind yourself too, as a creator, like there was a time where that content was really aligned with me. It was all I wanted to talk about, right? Was depression and anxiety and mental illness, um, trauma. Like that was all I cared about talking about. And, you know, after a while it was like, I wanted to do something else. And so I think it's important Mm -hmm. as a content creator to remember, like, you're not, you're not married to like talk about the same thing and you're not obligated to talk about the same thing. So right this year, it might be like, you're like, I'm really into this shame thing. And the next year you might be like, I want to coach a bunch of people about, I don't know, circus art, (laughs) juggling. (laughs) I'm just making jokes, but, but I think it's important to remember, like you can pivot, like when things become unaligned, you can just change your direction a little bit. Right. And Mm -hmm. there's so many opportunities for people to help. Right. I'm always like, there's more people that need help than there are people helping. And so there's so many opportunities to help if you're willing to make content and be a voice for good. I think people are really looking for that kind of leadership right now. Yeah, absolutely. Where do we find you on the internet? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, you can find me at uh, healingunscripted.com. But if you want to follow me on social media, uh, my Instagram handle is healingunscripted. But on TikTok, it's Meg Moxie. I have to follow you on TikTok. I haven't been going on there because I have no self-control. And every time I yep, go on TikTok, same. I'm on it for like hours, hours. I'll be on, I'm, this is embarrassing, but I'll be on there for like three hours at night if I let myself go on that app because it's very addicting to me. 
It is. Have you been on long enough to get the little TikTok message that says, yes. whoa, you've been scrolling. And I'm like, don't judge me, TikTok. And I scroll past. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I used to get that all the time. So those of you that don't know when you scroll, you scroll on TikTok, like, and go through the videos or whatever. But if you're on there for a certain amount of time, it has like a little guy that comes up. that's like, Hey, like you've been on the app a long time. <laughs> and it, I don't think it's ever, anyone has ever like gotten off of it. It just makes you kind of mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what you're saying. You're kind of like, mind your business. <laughs> I'm having a rough day, okay? I need to watch these dogs. <laughs> exactly. I do love TikTok though, but I'm gonna have to go on there and watch your stuff because I haven't. Um, I just haven't been on there. I had. I literally had to take it off of my phone for a while because it was just like yeah. too much, too much. What happened with all the drama? So there was all the drama with TikTok over the summer where it was like gonna get deleted or and like. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> But it's it not didn't. deleted, right? No. Okay. <laughs> so update on the TikTok drama. It's not deleted. <laughs> People were like asking me about that a lot. People were like, oh, it's going to get deleted. It's not going to get deleted. Oh, it's going to get deleted. Like all this crazy <laughs> stuff seemed to be going on with it for a little while. I mean, you just never know, I guess, what's going to happen with those platforms. But I feel like there would be like a public outcry. <laughs> it's, it just not even as a creator, but I, as a user, I would be so sad. <laughs> Yeah, people love TikTok. There's like a real community feeling on there. I think that mm -hmm. it's like what, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like the old school social media kind of stuff. Like when, like I used to have live journal and stuff like way back in the day. And that mm -hmm. was more of like a community where it was like your internet friends. And like, there was like inside jokes and like memes and like that. It kind of like gives me that kind of vibe. I feel like more than Instagram or Facebook ever has. And it's just fun. It's just a fun freaking place to hang out on the internet. So I'm really excited for you that you're using it to grow your business. I think that's like the best. I'm like, yes, like you're using a platform that's freaking fun and cool and you're getting clients. Yeah. And I'm uh, making people excited to make TikToks. You should definitely make some more. It's really fun. You're going to have to make a TikTok course. I'm going to make you like make a like how to use TikTok for your blog course. Yeah. You could do really well with that. <laughs> I should make that. This is, a, this is like me as a business coach. I'm always just like <laughs> bullying people into like making things. I'm like, make this program, make that program, do this, do that. <laughs> I would buy it though. I would definitely buy a TikTok, a blogging, how to blog, TikTok for bloggers. Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want Megan to make a TikTok for bloggers course, go on TikTok and leave her comment. Tell her <laughs> that we want, she's in demand. We want her course. We want her secrets. Um, we want all of the things. So anyway, go check out Megan's coaching program. Come hang out with us in the mastermind. Megan is in there. A lot of really incredible women are in there doing, doing all of the things. You guys make me so proud like I'm so proud of that group and that community I think about it all the time I'm just like sometimes I'm just like they're so wonderful and I'll just like get a little weepy <laughs> I get like in my feelings about it I'm like the mastermind is really special <laughs> I think we all feel that way too a lot of the time about you we're like oh faith cares about us so much and like, I love all the you stuff guys. she's giving us and I love you guys so much I'm like obsessed with everybody in there but it inspires me to like see you and there's so many incredible women doing things in there and it makes me want to do more and I think that's what's so awesome about it and I just feel so lucky to have you in the community because I think when people see like you doing TikTok and you talking about things that are hard like I think it inspires so many people in that that container it definitely inspires me 
Um, and I feel like it just adds to the momentum in that community. Like people see like you doing dope things and other women doing dope things. And then we're all, we're all like, okay, let's all do more. And collectively, I feel like we get a lot of momentum, which is, yeah, it's definitely. the most fun thing as a coach. Like, it's just like the coolest thing to see ever. So I'm so excited to have you in there and to see you grow this business. And I do think, I think you're going to be huge. I think you're, and I'm not so. just, I'm so not too. just saying that either. I think you're going to have like a, you have such an authenticity about you that I'm, that I think people can really feel and see online. That's really special. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. And I think, gosh, like right now more than ever, I feel like everybody needs to be talking about mental health. What a crazy year. Yeah. That's why I started the business this year. I was hobby blogging for a long time and I was like, no, no, we need this. <laughs> How did you get the transition? So you were ho hobby blogging. I know you were like on Tumblr, like originally, right? Like you were like, I was on Tumblr, but that wasn't to, that wasn't for the blog. That was just for my own mental health. I was on Tumblr for a while, um, just to be a sad emo girl for a bit. Um, <laughs> hey, we and, in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> But I was hobby blogging under the name Megan Writes Everything, and I was writing about freelancing and motherhood and being plus size and all this stuff together. And I started to realize that like 90% of my content was mental health related anyway. And we were in the middle of the pandemic, it was October 2020, and I was like, I, we just need more mental health content. And like, I know I can make it, and I know more people will see it if I focus on mental health specifically. So that's how I made the transition. That's awesome. So you really niched down from like talking about everything. This is a conversation I have with people all of the time. They're like, I should niche down, but I don't want to niche down, but what do I talk about? And like all these things. And that's kind of exactly what I tell people to do is like, just write a bunch of stuff. And like through making a bunch of content, you kind of figure out like, oh, I think I really want to talk about this. Or I really care about this one thing more than I like, I care about all these things, but I really like want to focus on this so that's like the exact process I tell people to do because I'm like really you figure it out by executing right by doing exactly. and things and yeah. now you have this like really clear niche for yourself mm -hmm. definitely and a business Yes. And just for it's the very record, exciting. call myself a business owner. <laughs> for the record, isn't it easier when you niche down to have a business? <laughs> Tell oh, everybody I'm absolutely. right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like I resisted it for so long because I wanted to write about everything. I wanted to be a lifestyle blog and write about whatever came to my mind. And that was really, really fun as a hobby. And I'm glad that I did it. But when I decided I wanted to make money, I knew that it was time to pick something. Yeah. Yeah. I always say people pay more money for expertise. So when people think of you as like someone who's an expertise in trauma or an expertise in confidence or whatever, they're, they, it makes more sense in our human brains, just the way our brains categorize things that experts are more valuable. And so it's easier to market yourself and people know what you do. Right. So it's not like, they're like, Oh, she's like a, a fashion cleaning productivity, <laughs> mental health, blog <laughs> yeah exactly people are like how do I hire you like what do I pay you for what do you do <laughs> exactly yeah I um have that conversation with people all the time but a lot of people are so resistant to to the even the idea like of niching down like when I tell people like you really need to like pick something right because and kind of like what you're saying too like my I feel like my job with what we're doing the mastermind is to try to get money in people's hands as fast as possible 
And I'm like, you got to pick one thing. And people really do not like that idea at all. It's like very resistant. So if anybody listening has been fighting niching down, it worked for Megan. It can work for you too. <laughs> it worked for me. And I'm going to repeat some advice that you gave earlier in the podcast and the interview we're doing right now. We niching down like, works. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. No, niching down does work. And that's why I'm not like telling people to do that to be a jerk face. I'm like trying to help you make more money because I think it's easier to do marketing if you pick one thing. That's why I'm trying to like, on, I'm on a kick lately of making everybody pick a niche. I'm just really like, it's time for you to pick a niche if you've been putting it off. Like, you know, let's just do this and make it a business and make money. And once you have money, I'm like, you can talk about whatever you want, right? Because you can get an assistant and a marketing team and like whatever, like knock yourself out, you know? But until you have money, I'm like, you need to figure out a way to generate revenue into the business. Otherwise, the business is going to fail and you're not well, going to exactly. help anybody. And you're not married to the idea forever. I think that's what I was going to mention that you had said earlier. You can always pivot later on. And if it no longer feels aligned, you can always change things. Yeah, we get so into our, our content and intense with our own stuff, myself included. I think we all do this, right? But like I said earlier, like, yeah, I used to be so into talking about depression and mental health. And now I'm really not super interested in talking about that specifically anymore. And I just pivoted into something else, right? And now I help mm -hmm. a different group of women with something different. And I think honestly, a year or two years from now, I'll be thinking, of, I'll be talking and teaching something else. Like, I think it's normal to evolve your content. And as a teacher and a creator, I think you'll always be evolving. So I think people have this idea that like, I have to talk about this one thing and that's going to be it. And it's kind of like, no, like you can change and evolve your brand as you grow and evolve, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I love talking to you so much and thank you so much for being here. And I'm just so excited to see you blow up. If anybody listening, listening to this goes on TikTok and makes a TikTok, please post it in the breakthroughs group so Megan and I can see it. Yes, definitely. I would be so excited to see if people like go make videos after this. I feel excited to make videos after talking to you. I'm floored that you have 1.8 million views on your thing. Cause I don't think you ever told me that. Like, I remember I've coached you a handful of times on our Tuesday night calls in the mastermind. And you were like, Oh, you know, my, some of my stuff went viral and it's like really going off. And I thought like a thousand people, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, and I was thought that was awesome. I was like, Oh, that's so awesome. Like she's getting views on her video. I had no idea over a million people. That's so incredible to me. I'm just like floored by that. So I don't know. Hopefully that's inspiring other people too, to get our butts in gear and take advantage of the opportunity. I'm definitely going to go follow you and, and lurk your videos. Everybody go lurk Megan's videos, the person <laughs> love, check out her coaching program, come hang out with us in the mastermind. Um, thank you so much just for being open and being willing to talk about all of the things on the podcast. I really appreciate it a lot. And I think it's really important for bloggers to hear from other bloggers. Like I just want people to hear kind of what other people are doing and what it's really like for all of us behind the scenes. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. All right, you guys, we will talk to you guys in the next episode. I hope everybody has a great day and I will talk to you soon. Yay. Yay. You did it. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. I wanted to let you know that the doors to the mastermind are open. 
the Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind is a group I created to help support you on your business, to help you get clarity on your business, to help you make more money faster, to help you be in community with other women. Building a business on your own is so hard. It's so isolating. I see so many women buying courses, getting discouraged, not getting the results that they want. I created this group to support you while you build your business. In addition to being part of an amazing community of women, you also get invited to come to a weekly group coaching call on Zoom with me. These calls are really, really special. People are really raw and honest about what's going on in their business and their life. And it's just a time for us to come together to connect, support each other, brainstorm business ideas, just anything you guys need. These calls are really, really special and I really believe they will help you grow your business. In addition to the calls with me, you also get access to tons of group coaching calls, guest workshops, co-working hours, a blogathon that we run every single week to help you stay motivated and working on your business. There's so many resources available to support you. You don't have to build this business on your own and I hope you will consider coming to join us inside the mastermind. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys soon.